It's a privilege to be here this morning. Praise the Lord. Uh, so good to see a lot of familiar faces here in the Paramount this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can feel this presence of the Lord here. Hallelujah. We wanted to the pastor here this morning. Praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, inviting me to be here this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's always an honor to step behind a pulpit. Praise God to preach uh, the word of God. Amen. Amen. I am so glad this morning. Hallelujah. I was talking to my wife this morning. Praise God. And uh, a lot of things are happening back in Fiji. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I left the day one of the saints passed away. Praise the Lord. I had to ask the general superintendent to officiate in the funeral yesterday. He works in the American Embassy. Hallelujah. My wife was telling me the story this morning. Praise the Lord. They had a lot of uh, visitors, especially when you work for the, the embassy. Praise God. And uh, they had a, a wonderful service yesterday. And uh, I was telling her this morning that uh, I'm going to pre be preaching in Paramatta. I believe it's been uh, five to six years. Praise the Lord. I preached at the old uh, uh, place there when Sister Sala was there. And... Uh, it's always good to come back. Praise the Lord, the place that uh, you have been and see growth. As I walk in this morning, praise the Lord. I've seen a lot of changes. Praise God. It's always a good sign to see change. And uh, so thankful to your pastor for allowing me to stand here this morning. Praise God. It's not always easy to get someone to, to preach for you. <laughs> praise the Lord. You never know what they might say. Hallelujah. But as Pentecostals, I know we we know that God is always in control. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for everyone who's here this morning. Uh, I know that uh, I'm not like your pastor. I'm different from your pastor. Praise the Lord. And uh, may I say this, don't expect me to be like your pastor. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Maybe I'm going to say things, Pastor, I'm going to be different from the way you say it. Praise God. But I believe I have a word from God this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, I was asked by one of the pastors back in Fiji, when you come back, uh, we have a three nights in-house revival in our church. Would you come and preach? Praise the Lord. So I took my time sitting in the plane, you know, thinking about what I'm going to talk to them about back in Fiji. Never expected to preach in Australia. Praise the Lord. But when I got this invitation, something in my heart said, oh, you are not, pre you are not pre preparing for Fiji. You are preparing for Paramatta. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, this morning, I am so blessed to be here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, something that has fascinated me uh, ever since I set foot in Australia is something you call GPS. <laughs> we, we don't have GPS back in Fiji. You tell me to take you somewhere, I'll, I'll get you there without the GPS. But not in Australia. 
Praise the Lord. You need GPS. Global Positioning Satellite. And uh, I was thinking about it this morning. When you, when you want to use the GPS, the first question is going to ask you where you are right now. Your current position. Praise the Lord. Then it's going to ask you the next question, where do you want to go? Praise the Lord. After you answer both of those questions, then the GPS is going to map you your way there. It's going to even tell you how long you're going to take to reach there. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when you come into the presence of God this morning, hallelujah, it's always good to know where you are and where you are going. Praise the Lord. We don't know where you are right now, you'll never know where you are going. Amen. Praise the Lord. So it's always, always good for us this morning to know where we are as a Christian, as a man of God, as a woman of God, as a young person in your walk with God. Praise the Lord. Before we read our text this morning, I, I always like to, you know, back home in the church that I pastor, they always know before I do Bible study, I always tell a story. Hallelujah. Not just any kind of story, but this morning I, I have a story of a young boy who was playing with his marble. If you ever heard this story, not just pretend you never heard it. Praise the Lord. Now this young boy, five-year-old boy, was playing with his marbles. And it so happened, he dropped one of the marbles into his mom's flower vase. But it was not an ordinary flower vase. Very expensive. You know, when he reached down and took hold of the marbles, when he tried to pull his hand out, he couldn't get his hand out. And he was crying. The mother came, what's the problem? I can't get my hand out. Praise the Lord. Now the father comes in. What's the problem? Oh, he can't get his head out. What are you going to do? Hallelujah. They tried, you know, finding ways to get his head out. And he was crying all the time. Praise the Lord. They got the oil, poured the oil, couldn't help. Now they came to the conclusion, we've got to break the bus. It's expensive. And suddenly something kind of, you know, switched on in the, in the little boy's brain and he looked up at his dad and he said, would it help if I let go of my mama? <laughs> Praise the Lord. As soon as he let go of the marble, he said, came out. There are times in life you've got to tell yourself, teach yourself, allow yourself to let go of things that is holding you back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, if you won't let go, there's a lot of damage you're going to cause. You're going to damage relationships. You're going to damage your relationship with God, your relationship with your brother and your sister, your relationship with other Christians this morning. And so this morning, the small boy teaches us a lesson in life. Learn to let go. Praise the Lord. There are things in life that is not worth holding on to. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So this morning that brings me 
to our text this morning. Hallelujah. Book of Numbers, chapter 14. Hallelujah. If we could stand this morning. Hallelujah. 20 to 25. Hallelujah. The Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Pardon, I beseech thee, the iniquity of these people according to the greatness of thy mercy. And as thou hast forgiven these people from Egypt until now, and the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because of all the men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt in, in the wilderness, have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and has followed me fully. Him will I bring to the land where unto he went and his seed shall possess it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn you and get you into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me, saying unto, say unto them, As truly as I live, saith the Lord, as he hath spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Praise the Lord. Uh, for a few moments this morning, I would like to speak to you on this subject, preparing for the promise. Preparing for the promise. Let's put our hands together this morning and let's give God a hand clap of praise this morning in the house of the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Praise God. God has a plan and a promise for the church. Praise the Lord. Let me say it again. God has a plan and a promise for the church. I would like to give you an overview of how the people of Israel came to where we are reading this story this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. They left Egypt. The, the first obstacle they met was the Red Sea. Praise the Lord. Amen. The first thing that you have to understand with the Israelites' journey out of Egypt, when they came into the Red Sea, Moses told them, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Praise the Lord. And from the Red Sea to the River Jordan, uh, there were a lot of things that happened in between. Praise the Lord. In our journey into the promised land, a lot of things are happening in between. When you said yes to the Lord before you reach your destination, a lot of things will happen. Yes. Praise the Lord. And sometimes we ask the, the question, why? You know, I've always shared with a lot of people 
when I lost my son uh, a few years ago, only son, I lost him through a, a motor vehicle accident. And uh, I started asking this question, why? Praise the Lord. Someone told me, every time you ask why, and every time you think you've got the answer to that why, another hundred why will come up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So I taught myself, hallelujah, instead of asking why, ask what. Amen. Praise the Lord. What can you, I get out of this situation? Yes. What can I get out of this? What can I learn? What can I teach myself yes. when I go through situations in life? Praise the Lord. Before they came to the River Jordan, this is the story before they came to the River Jordan. You've got to understand the Israelites when they were in the Red Sea, you know, Moses told them, stand still. Yes. But when they came to the River Jordan, it was no longer stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. They have got to be part of what they learned during their journey. There are times in our life you cannot be watching from the sideline all the time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There should come a time in your work with God where you involve yourself in the work of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. There are Christians today who always, who are always good, you know, in watching from the sideline. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I know in Paramatta, when we prepare for the promise this morning, uh, it's no longer time to watch from the sideline. <laughs> Hallelujah. All hands has to be on deck. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know your pastor has been walking the ship, you know, for a long time. Hallelujah. When you're out there in the sea, hallelujah, they don't, don't need people who are just, you know, right. going around. You've got to be doing something. Right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the story we came, we come to this morning is a story about these people. Praise the Lord. No wonder, you know, in the day of Pentecost, if you try to put things together, you know, the first message by Peter. Hallelujah. On the day of Pentecost. You know what he, he told the people? This is to the Jews. The, the people who were, you know, the same people who left Egypt. No, now the same people, you know, are the first ones in the church. And, you know, now Peter is telling them, save yourself from this untoward generation. This is nothing new. Hallelujah. It has been there when our, you know, ancestors left Egypt. They were always murmuring every time they come across problems. Yes. Praise the Lord. I heard uh, one of the speakers said during Turning Point, and if kind of, you know, if you ever become a pastor. Praise the Lord. You know, I always tell the, the, the saints back in Fiji, when I talk to them, or I talk to the ministers during the business meeting, until you become a pastor, you don't know what the pastor will do. Praise the Lord. Some of you think you know what the pastor should do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They asked me one day, Pastor, can you come and speak to the saints so that they know what is their responsibility to the pastor? Praise the Lord. So I went and talked to, to the saints in one church. Praise the Lord. And when I gave them you know, question and answer time, they came up with a lot of suggestions. Instead of questions, they came up with a lot of suggestions. This is how the, the pastor should run the church. This is how the pastor should, you know, preach. This is how the pastor should talk. This is how the pastor and the wife should, you know. They know everything 
the pastor should do, and yet they don't know what they should do. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The last time I read in the Bible, there are only two things that God allows you to do. One, check yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah? The Bible tells us, look unto Jesus and look at yourself, not anybody else. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when we prepare for a promise, it's time to let go of things right. that is stopping the promise to come into fruition. Praise the Lord. We have been praying, we have been seeking God, we have been planning. Hallelujah. And there are times in our life, in our work with God, we are just the same as the Israelites we are reading the Bible this morning. Amen. Murmurings. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Huh? Before Joshua took over, you know, God spoke to Joshua. Joshua, you know, you, you, you know this, these people. A bunch of stiff neck, stiff neck people. Back in the village where I come from, I work with the, what we call the Fiji Bulmakal. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You put two, you know, bulls together, big ones, huh? put a yoke, and they pull the plow. Hmm? Every now and then, they are trying to kind of go different directions. Praise the Lord. And have you ever wondered why Jesus said, you know, there are times we misinterpret Matthew 11, 28. Hmm? Everyone who is, what? What does Matthew 11, 28 say? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I, I know you're reading your Bible. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Those who, who are, you know, heavy laden, come unto me. I will give you rest. Hmm? Put my yoke upon you. This is how they teach the young bull how to, you know, they train the young bull. They, they get an experienced one and yoke them together with a wild one. That's how they teach them. Praise the Lord. Huh? And Jesus actually was talking to them in the, those terms. You want to learn how to walk? No? You have to walk yoke up with me. You've got to be taken. Because some of the people sitting here, when I look at you, you need to be taken. Right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 the last time, you know, I, I knew Brother Fallow way, way back in Fiji. Amen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> when I first met Brother Fallow, he, he told me, Your face looks familiar. I said, Your face too looks familiar. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We, we used to be in the world together. Hallelujah. Well, so thankful this morning. We have decided a long time ago to just make Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when they came to the people of Jordan, you know, Jesus or God gave the instructions. Now, you know, the miracle will happen not just by you standing by the river banks and watching the river, you know, get separated. You have to set your feet into the river, John. 
be part of the miracle, be part of the promise, be part, part of what God is trying to do this morning. So now the challenge that we have this morning as a church, as a people this morning, is change. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Everything that needs to grow has to go through change. Yes. So to go uh, to undergo, you know, I, I looked this up this morning. I asked Mr. Webster, Reb, you know who is Webster, the dictionary. Change means to undergo transformation, transition, or substitution. Praise the Lord. We don't want to change. We want to come to God, but stay the way we are. Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. But if we need change, if we need change this morning, then the greatest challenge for a Christian is to adjust to change. Praise the Lord. Sometimes change is uncomfortable. We don't like change. We want to go, we don't want to go into the unknown. Praise the Lord. Somewhere we have never been before. We want to stay, you know, uh, the first time I ever went to a, a hotel, my father was a chef, and he took me to where he was working. Praise the Lord. And he told me, I'm going to take you to the pool. I'm used to swimming in the river. Praise the Lord. When I went to the pool, I saw the pool. It's a different level. There's a shallow end and a deep end. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, it allows us, when you are new Christian, uh, you know the shallow end is good for you. But don't st overstay the shallow end. Amen. Because there are little kids coming also. Right. And you are a big, big boy swimming around in the shallow end. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some of us, as Christians, you know when the young kids come? They can't enjoy themselves because they are now some older people still swimming in the shallow end. They should, should be in the deep end of the pool. Yes. Praise the Lord. So change, hallelujah, is a struggle for most of us. Yes. Hallelujah. But in order to grow, we need change. Amen. Individually, we have to change. God cannot use us if we are not willing to change. Praise the Lord. What should change? Did I say it? If you ever read this somewhere, or if you heard this somewhere, just pretend you never heard it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The word change is comprised of six letters. C, H, A, M, G, P. The first four is your part. The C, the H, the A, the M. Praise the Lord. That's right. The last two, the G and the E, that's his part. Yes. Praise the Lord. So what should change? If you are preparing for promise this morning, you need to change. Amen. Yes. So you've got to ask yourself, what should change? Yes. In my life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because the Bible tells us this morning, when someone is in Christ, what happens? He changes. Yes. That's right. All things are passed away. 
Behold, it's going to be seen. You can't hide it. Praise God. It's going to be seen. Everybody will know that you have changed. And everybody will know too that you have changed. Praise God. So you can't pretend. You've got to change this morning. So what should change this morning? My character. See. My character. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The way I do things. The way I carry myself. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I become someone who is a new creation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My heart should change. Amen. My character should change. My heart should change. Praise the Lord. My attitude should change. Amen. A lot of Christians, they come to church, they speak in tongues, they run around, hallelujah, praise the Lord. They jump, they sing, they shout, but they have a rotten attitude. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Your attitude should change. Yes. Amen. Amen. Your nature should change. Praise the Lord. Yes. This is all biblical. Yes. Praise the Lord. I'm just talking about change this morning. Hallelujah. And when your character, your heart, your attitude, and your nature changes, grace. Hallelujah. Grace. Hallelujah. God gives you more grace. Come on. You look at people differently. That's right. Praise the Lord. You love people differently. Hallelujah. You love the work of God. Hallelujah. Your love for the work of God changes. The love for your pastor changes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a lot of Fijians here, brother. Uh, pastor, this one? Yes. Uh, back in Fiji? Oh. Uh, it's a different kind of talk back in Fiji, the church. I was told when I came to Australia, watch what you say when you preach. In Fiji, no holds back. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm not going to do that today again. Yeah? I'm going to reserve that for Fiji. All I'm trying to say this morning, you need to change. Praise the Lord. But Pastor, I've been in the church for so many years. Still, you need to change. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If we need to, to see growth, we need to change. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we see to, you know, to, we need to see the promise come to pass, we need to change. Yes. Grace. Hallelujah. More grace comes to us. And if we have more energy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No more excuse. Last week, the whole week I was sick. <laughs> Couldn't stand up. I had a, I have a knee problem. I was involved with a guy a few years ago. Every time there's a change in the weather, oh, I struggled to stand up. Whole of the week. Saturday it was worse. Couldn't sleep whole of Saturday night. Couldn't lie down, couldn't sit. I had to walk around the house all night. My wife told me in the morning on Sunday, okay, uh, your food is there, we are going to church. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You stay home. Hmm? I can't stay home. 
when it's time for church, I can't stay home. I can't remember the last 31 years I've been in the church when I stayed home. I feel guilty to stay home when it's time to come to church. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because when it's time to come to church, I have to be in church. Casey comes, struggle to come out. Yeah. I have to wear bridge. Hallelujah. If I have to drag myself into church, I'll drag myself into church. Yes. Because what? I have changed. Yes. Hallelujah. Right. I used to make a lot of excuses before. Amen. But now there are people who are looking up to me. Hallelujah. First Peter, you know, when we were coming, you know, the night we flew to to Sydney, I was talking to the speaker who's going to come in the evening. Yes. Our mission director. Mm. Hallelujah. And I was sharing something. He was driving, and we were coming from Suba to Nandi. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I was telling him, you know, about First Peter tonight. Oh, we like to call them. Now we are a chosen generation. Hallelujah. It's only up to them. We rejoice about that part. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A royal priesthood. A priest is a bridge builder. If you can change, you can build bridges. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why our friends in the Catholic Church, they go to the, to the priest. Because the priest is a bridge between the sinner and God. So now you become a royal priesthood. You are the one connecting the lost world to a holy God. Hallelujah. And if you can change, people will look at you. The same person I saw 10 years ago is still the same person. Maybe some of you have changed your sights. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All you can notice, all oh, he has changed, he's become healthy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But there's a, a, a portion of the scripture, you know, right down there, it says, show forth. Hallelujah. I'm someone who always challenges the preachers back in Fiji. You know, some of you have misinterpreted this. Instead of showing forth, showing off. Huh? Hallelujah. You should show forth. Praise the Lord. Acts 1.8 says, Hallelujah. When you receive the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost comes unto you, ye shall be witnesses unto me. You know what that verse says? It's not, it's not talking about standing in a street corner and talking about Jesus. It's not, you know, sharing, you will know, passing church. No. That's right. It's not talking about that. That power that you receive when you get the Holy Ghost, the Bible says, He shall be witnesses unto me. That means when people see you, they see Jesus. When they see the way you talk, the way you live your life, praise the Lord. When they see that you this is a God thing. Hallelujah. He could do it by his own power. Hallelujah. There is a power working in him. Hallelujah. Which is the Holy Ghost in you. Praise the Lord. When people see you, they glorify God because the Bible tells us so. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. So you need to change. Hallelujah. You know, there's a lot of things that uh, we have to see in, in our text this morning. Hallelujah. Pastor, I don't know how much time I have. Keep on going. 
12, the 12 spies, you've got to understand this. They were at Kadesh Barnea. And if you learn Bible, you know, survey and Bible geography, you know, it's going to teach you from Kadesh Barnea to the banks of the river Jordan, it will take only 11 days to walk. Yeah. 11 days. Huh? Just because people were not willing to change, it has taken them 40 years. Hmm? Yes. 11 days journey, now it has taken them 40 years. Every time they come to the end of the year, there's a family reunion. Huh? Everybody's comparing what they acquired along the way. They visit the graves, because every time they bury the old ones, eh? Because in the Bible here, everyone 25 years above, God was killing them. Hmm? I don't want to be in that box. <laughs> you know, when I'm sick, sometimes when I'm lying there, you know, because of the changes that happen, uh, and my wife tells me, hey, what you doing? Hallelujah. You've got to, you know, exercise, get fit. I said, I'm going to be living when he comes back. And she said, what do you know? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I said, Every time I go and hear someone preach, Jesus is coming back very soon. He's coming back very soon. Hmm? But for me, that soon, I pray that God will keep me until he comes back. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, people are satisfied with what they were witnessing. This is the problem with church now. We are satisfied with what we see every day. Yes. Everything is routine. We come in Sunday morning, we know how many chorus the singer's gonna sing, when the pastor's gonna come into announcement, now the pastor's gonna sit back. I, I was looking at the schedule, they're gonna sing another three songs, hallelujah, and then the preacher's gonna come. Amen. He's gonna preach for, we don't, we don't know how many minutes, hallelujah, have an altar call, hallelujah, some people who come, come here, they shake, they cry, Hallelujah, everything they do up here, you know, the, the Pentecostal thing. Some of you are very smart in doing the Pentecostal show. The, the lady there, I thought she was supplying the master. Because <laughs> I always tell the saints in the church, I, I, I pastor there, in, in the gate there, I said, if only God can open your spiritual eyes, you can see a lot of mass hanging in those gates. When you take off, take off your, you know, your weekly mask, put on your Sunday mask, 
right. and come and smile to the pastor, hallelujah, yes. and smile to everybody. When you sit down in the car, uh, you want to chew your wife because somebody said something. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm talking about change here. Amen. These are the little things. The, the little moves, the Bible said, that we need to kill. It's spoiling the harvest. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, 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 I always see, you know, in, in our church, people will never leave their spot. They want to stick at a you know, special spot. They walk in a Sunday morning, hallelujah, someone is sitting there, their Sunday is. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Just because somebody has taken up their space. A group of people who were used to this kind of stuff while they were going to the promised land. This is what was you know stopping them from crossing the river. They were satisfied with the small miracles that was happening. The wilderness syndrome has caught up on them. Hmm? Even though we are going through tough times, you know the Bible says this, you know, but uh, every now and then there's a small miracle. We rejoice a little while, then we struggle again. Then, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, God didn't mean for you to, to be that way. Praise the Lord. He wants you to go and live a life that would go from victory to victory. Praise the Lord. Amen. From glory to glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Being a conqueror. You know, we always sing this chorus. Hmm? I'm a new creation. Yes. I am a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. That's right. hmm? Don't just see it. Amen. It's better to live it. Yes. Experience it. Yes. Hallelujah. Let it get, all, get, a, get a hold of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm here to encourage someone this morning. Some of us, you know, this hotel experience teaches me a lot of things. Hallelujah. I walk into my room. Hallelujah. I see a lot of texts on the other side of the room. You know the door? Don't open them. One of them is do not disturb. A lot of Christians now, they are very good in hanging the do not disturb sign on their doors. Mm. They don't want the pastor to disturb them. They don't want the department leader to disturb them. They just want to carry out what they want to do, anytime they want to do, anyhow they want to do it, and want to call themselves. I go to the Revelation Tabernacle in Paramatta. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And all you do is you hang a do not be sign on your door. Hallelujah. I always tell the Lamy Church, if I am one of the cleaners pushing the cart along the corridor, I'll read the do not be sign. Because you need to be disturbed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to be praying like a son. Oh God, open my eyes. Don't let me go to sleep or else I'll die. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And some of us are enjoying ourselves this morning just because we are going through, you know, little spots of. Hallelujah. God made us to this morning to go and put possess a land, a promise that is waiting for us. Praise the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. In Luke 8, you know, in Luke 8, there's a story about a soul. Praise the Lord. Yes. Four types of soil. You know the story. 
When I say four types of soil, you know which type you are this one. Praise the Lord. Are you one of the wayside? Or the one under the thorns? Or the, the rocky ones? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Your pastor is, was telling me that he wants to come to Fiji. I think you, you have to come to Fiji. <laughs> you have been driving on silk roads, you know, smooth. Try the gravel road in Fiji. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, I know this morning, that is a challenge for most of us. Praise the Lord. And I'm here this morning to challenge you. And wherever you are in those four groups, you can, you know, promote yourself to be in the, you know, the good soil. So that when the word of God comes, it's going to grow and bear fruit this morning. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But in order to grow this morning, hallelujah, we have been talking about growing and changing this morning. Praise the Lord. I like another story that is found in Luke 13. Praise the Lord. This, this, is, this, this chapter here, I always try to encourage the saints. Hallelujah. You should appreciate, you know, the fact that you have a pastor in you. Hallelujah. You know, I took over the church that I took over. The pastor had passed away four years. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of problems. Oh, when I took over the church, a lot of problems. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know Paramatha has gone through that phase too in your, you know, yes. your walk with God. Praise the Lord. But when you have a pastor, this one, hallelujah. Luke 13 is a, it's a, it's a good story for you to read. Hallelujah. Talks about, you know, a pastor who was looking after a church. Yes. I'm trying to rephrase the story here. You know, the owner of a farm comes in, wants to eat, and saw this fig tree, only a lot of leaves, no, no fruits. He talks to the, the guy who was looking after the farm, cut it down, hmm? wasting up space. Mm, that's right. And the pastor says, oh, give me one more year. Yes. Praise the Lord. Give me one more year. Because I have to disturb the root system. I learned a little bit about agriculture. Praise the Lord. If there is a fruit-bearing tree where you live, and it's not bearing fruit, you've got to dig around it to disturb the root system. Yes. And when you disturb the root system, it's going to bear fruit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Even though they have uh, no disturbed site there, yeah, this is, you know, the between the lines instructions. Yes. Rip it off, dig it in. Praise the Lord. Break some roots. Because it's connected to some things that is causing it not to bear fruit. Yes. Praise the Lord. So you have to break it off. I asked the church one day, what is the first thing, you know, some, uh, Alenian is here. She was a nurse. First thing they do when a baby is born, what they do? Cut the umbilical cord. Why? 
praise the Lord. Because when the, the baby was in the womb, that was how the, the baby was getting fed through the cord. Now they have to feed the baby through the mouth. Mm. <laughs> it would be funny when the baby is running around still at this with a milk cord. And most of us Christians, we haven't cut that cord. Huh? <laughs> Praise the Lord. That is why when the pastor talks to you, talks to you about some deep things in the spirit, you know, you are in la la land. Huh? You can't connect because most of the time you're still connected to the world. Praise the Lord. It's time to disconnect yourself from the world. Huh? Let go of the mother. That's right. Praise the Lord. You'll do a lot of damage if you still hold on to the things that you should let go. And letting go means change this one. Hallelujah. In Luke 12, 48, the Bible tells us to whom much is given, much is required. Hallelujah. God has given us so much. Hallelujah. And a lot of things is required of us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not just your money, your time. Hallelujah. You know, I deal with money a lot in Fiji. I talk to people a lot about money. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hmm? Every time I stand up during a meeting, everybody knows this is money talk. No? <laughs> hmm? But I always tell them, it's not always about money. Hmm? When the Bible tells us, give, and it's, it shall be given unto you, it's not talking about money. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Pressed down, shaken together, huh? running over. It's not just talking about money. You can give your talents. Yes. You can give your time. Praise the Lord. Huh? Amen. You, you can give... You've got 168 hours in a week. 168 hours in a week. How are you using that hour? Mm. I talked to a JW and he told me, I have to give time for my time. That is why I go knocking door to door. What are you doing with your time this month? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I have come this morning to challenge someone here it's time to change. Yes. When we prepare ourselves for the promise, actually what we are trying to do, we are trying to change. And the first person to change is me. Yes. Praise the Lord. Most of the time we always wait on the one sitting next to us. If he changes, then I will change. This morning, Hallelujah. Praise God. Help God help us this morning. He is going to have a church. God is going to have a people this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Bible teaches us this morning, this promise is unto you and your children and to those that are afar off. Yes. Hallelujah. We have been given, been given so much. God has trusted us with a truth. Are you prepared for what God has for this church this morning? Amen. Praise the Lord. I know this morning that God has a lot, hallelujah, waiting on you. Praise the Lord to make the first move. Praise the Lord. We always waiting on God and God is waiting on you. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I told this story 
before I conclude, I told this story to the church that no, I was reading this story about adoption. And in the United States, there was a couple, they couldn't, you know, have children. And after the war in Vietnam, they had to go and get, because there were a lot of orphans, and they had to go to Vietnam. They got a little girl back, brought, adopted her, brought her back to the States. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, sure enough, a few years later, the mother conceived. And they had a little boy. And while these two were growing up, they could notice there was a difference. This one doesn't look like the either of the parents. And one day, someone told the, the little boy, do you know something? Your sister is adopted. So one day they had a fight. You know, like children, they have fights. And he said, don't, don't, don't go to dream because you adopted. Oh, and the girl said, okay, that's true. But you know what? You so happen to be born into this family. You have no choice but to be born into this family. But for me, mom and dad had to fly a thousand miles and look for me. Out of all the thousands of children, they searched and they saw me and they chose me. You were born into the family, but I was chosen. That's something special. Hallelujah. When I come to think about that, you know, you didn't choose God. God chose you. Hallelujah. He saw something in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, it's time that you trust God. He didn't make a mistake when he chose you. Hallelujah. You've got potential, potential this morning. Hallelujah. To bring about change. Hallelujah. To the lives of your loved ones this morning. Praise the Lord to the lives of, uh, you know, your friends, your work colleagues, hallelujah, and everybody who ever comes in contact with you. And this morning, as I conclude, I would like to say this, praise the Lord, hallelujah, for everyone, hallelujah, who needs to be a part of the promise that God is preparing for this church this morning, you need to change. Yes. And the story goes on this morning. To say if you read, you know, the last verse of the, you know, the scripture that we read, verse 28, <laughs> praise the Lord, the Bible says this morning, as truly as I live, says the Lord, as he has spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Praise the Lord, whatever you say, God is going to do it this morning. Praise the Lord. Yes, amen. Stop saying negative things about you. Stop saying you can't. Praise the Lord. Start believing in God. Hallelujah. The wise man says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I was talking to the Bible school students before I came because I had to give them some, you know, assignment and all that because I would be away for two weeks i i came on thursday i teach on thursdays praise the lord so two thursdays i won't be in fiji praise the lord and uh, one of the guys who is in the church is from Tonga. he's in the Bible school he, he came from Tonga, and i had to explain you know he, he doesn't uh, kind of speak uh, good english praise the lord hallelujah and i told him you know when you read this is the best explanation of 
what I was trying to get to him across him. I said, you know, everything you get when you come to church, you get, you know, knowledge. It becomes head knowledge. Unless and until it becomes head knowledge, it will not affect you. Praise the Lord. I've said this uh, a lot of times. Praise the Lord. From your brain, you know, medical people know this. From your brain to your heart is 18 inches. Hmm? Sometimes the journey for the head knowledge to reach your heart to become heart knowledge takes years. You know what? Because between your brain and your heart is your mouth.
touch our lives. Because, you know, it's no good just being a hearer of the word. We've got to be doers of it also. You can't just hear the word and goes in one ear and out the other. We need to put this into practice and put this into policies in our life where we go, you know what, I'm going to change. I'm going to make a conscious effort to do the things of God. I'm going to make a conscious effort to continue and walk on this path that God has put us on here today. As we sing this song again, these altars are open, church. Hallelujah.